0: I am super excited to introduce you to the latest woman in leadership on this Women Wednesdays podcast, and I would like you to give a big round of applause Really, Jennifer Ross.
1: <laughs> yeah. But her
0: real name is Elena Whitby. Yeah. Can we say that?
1: No, I don't want people to know that. Get rid of that shit. No, I don't want people to know my real name. Why? No. No, because then they know where you live. Like... Justice Kavanaugh. I use my real name. Well, that's because you're an idiot. It's not my (laughs) fault. (laughs) Are you starting
0: over? I'm totally thrilled to introduce you to the latest woman in leadership on this Women Wednesdays podcast, and it is Jennifer Ross. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm fine. Hey, thanks for thanks for including me in this women in leadership role. I, what do you I, mean? I, is something wrong with you this week? You're, you're a I mean, legend. I'm a legend because I'm a dinosaur because I've no. been here for so long. No, that is that is really true. Honestly, if you don't me.
0: know who Jennifer Ross is.
1: Either hate me, love me, or you haven't been born yet, probably.
0: How long have you been on the radio in Palm Beach County?
1: 42, 42 years. Wow. Actually, 42 and a half if you want to get technical, but a long time.
0: Man, and you've been on a couple different sticks, but uh, mostly WRMF with Kevin Kitchens back in the day, right? and then Sunny now, and Mm -hmm. now you're also on with Bill Adams on 850 WFTL in the mornings, the morning show.
1: Right, we do uh, two morning shows. That's right. We're magical. We're like the leprechauns. We're in both places at one time.
0: You have two shows at the same time. Yeah, pretty amazing. It is, actually. Mm. Um, And you guys do a fantastic job. You're like in the top. One, two, or three all the time with Sonny and 850s coming on as well. Uh, tell me a little bit about the work that you have
1: done in radio and how has it kind of evolved? Oh my goodness. When I first started, uh, <laughs> technology didn't exist. You had reel to reels.
0: I remember that. Come
1: on, and people are going, what the heck's a reel-to-reel? It was a big, round thing with tape, literally tape on it. It looked like scotch tape. And then the only way you edited it was you literally cut it with a a razor blade, and then you spliced it together with splicing tape. And you marked it with the... the Yeah, the little pencil, the little, like, grease pencil. It was was a nightmare. Uh, And then all of a sudden, computers came to be. Wow. And things changed dramatically. I remember I used to run Dick Clark's American Top Forty on Saturday mornings on WRMF no. for years, and it came in on four albums. Oh. And there was always a scratch. So here I'd be sitting there waiting, waiting, and all of a sudden you hear Dick Clark go, and coming up, coming up, and I'd be like, "Oh God, why is this happening to me?" That is awesome. But that's uh, yeah, I remember that in my my younger days here in the radio world. And
0: remember carts? You know, you'd stick yeah, to Yeah, those were,
1: those were a nightmare. Carts were similar. They, they took over for reel-to-reels, and carts were very similar to, if you remember, what an 8-track tape was. How many of those things got eaten? Just like an eight-track tape, oh, yeah. it was a disaster. Oh, However, it did speed things up. It made life a little bit easier. But if you put the wrong cart in the the wrong order, it was a nightmare.
0: Oh yeah, and I remember as a cub reporter, I would take my little Morantz tape recorder. Oh, little, those things weighed about 50 pounds. Like a major brick, <laughs> and you'd take it to wherever you're doing your you know recording in the news conference or whatever, and then you'd find a phone booth, and you'd unscrew oh, the phone geez. and put your alligator clips Isn't on the amazing? phone, and you would be able to play your audio.
1: And feed it down the line. And feed
0: it down the line, or actually do a wraparound piece over the phone.
1: I remember when uh, WRMF, it was a big deal, because it was WRMF and WJNL. there was a FMAM, and we got our first cell phone. And I remember they oh called me in, God. and they said, we're going to make your life so much easier while you're on the road, Jen, doing promotional appearances. And they handed me a suitcase that must have weighed 75 pounds. And and 70 pounds of it was the battery to power the one little handset that was inside. And then I was told, it costs like 10 bucks a minute, so make your reports quick. I'd be like carrying this thing around man and that was for a good couple of years
0: it's a wonder it didn't give you brain cancer it sounds like it was really a nightmare oh my gosh
1: that was the good old days of radio
0: and so you know what does leadership mean to you and you know as a woman in leadership here in the station and in the cluster what does it mean to you like when you have an intern or little cub reporters coming in or new people
1: in radio are they intimidated by you a lot of them are afraid of me and i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) i think it's because you guys tell them stories Bill, Bill always says, he goes, why do you scare people? I said, it's because what you say to them. He tells them stuff that doesn't even exist, and they believe it. I don't know. I, I don't know why I would be intimidating. I'm just like anybody else. I, you know I've had a great career. There's no doubt about it, but I've been lucky. I've been lucky, and I've been in the right place at the right time, and I've been fortunate enough to have people around me that made me look a lot better than I was, and people in management that kept me. I mean, I got fired a couple of times. I mean, let's be honest. But the same station hired me back. That's right. They always bring you back. I'm like a bad penny. They can't get rid of me. It's like I just keep showing up. Uh,
0: What would you do differently? I know... I made the mistake of signing a contract in my first TV job and it didn't have a top 10 out. So when I was, it was in the 168th market and so when the eighth market in Dallas wanted to hire me, oh. I couldn't go. Oh wow. So what have you learned in hindsight through the years Which, being in this business? What was your biggest mistake?
1: Biggest mistake was signing a contract without an attorney.
0: Ah, that's what I did, without same thing. Attorney.
1: I would, I, till this day, it. I do not sign anything unless an attorney looks at it first. I get sued. And it was, a, it was a hellacious 13, 14 years of my life.
0: Isn't it funny because it was an RMF Sunny thing and now we're
1: all under one umbrella. Isn't that funny? It was a CBS thing is what it was. CBS was just out to bury me. And they tried and they, and they did a lot of financial damage. I'll give them credit for that. They ruined my reputation for a while. And it was all based on lies, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. It was like, I did nothing wrong. What people didn't understand was, oh, you broke your contract. that they didn't understand was there were nine months of negotiations before that. And my contract ended and I said, see you later, I'm leaving. It's just that simple. The problem arose is it was a management conflict with the management at the other radio station. It was these two people hated and each you other. Were and caught I was in the middle. I was in the middle. And I was a great little pawn because they could just push my button. Either way, I was getting sued. So. Oh. It, it, it finally ended up in, in my favor, fortunately. But it took 14 years to get there. And no one really cared by then except oh, me. Oh,
0: my gosh. I'm sorry I had to have you relive okay. that. No, that's um, all right. <laughs> But, you know, let's look at where women stand in this business. When you started out, why were you hired in radio?
1: Oh, I had great legs. I, and I was told that, actually. Um, and I won't tell you who hired me, but... Uh, he's no longer in the radio business, but he's still here. And he taught me. In, in fairness to this gentleman, he was a tyrant to work for, as everyone said. He was he was really good to me for the most part. Taught me everything I knew because I knew nothing about radio. You know, you get a you journalist. just had this great voice. Well, you get this journalism degree. I know, it's like, right? Here you go. Oh, here you go, kid. Go join. I got hired because it was EEOC with Equal Employment Opportunity came down literally like three days before I walked into the radio station to WRMF and gave my resume. And the guy that saw me, I had on like a bathing suit and a cover up and I was dropping off my resume and he saw me and he was like, God, you got great legs. And I just kind of turned around and went, okay, thanks. Had no idea he would inevitably be the man who hired me. And he he called me up two days later and said, you dropped off your resume, you're hired. And I was like, you don't even know who I am. He goes, oh, I remember you. But and that, that could it?
0: never happen today. Oh God, no.
1: Misogynistic. Oh, I mean, give me a break. I could have suit. I could have owned yes, the radio station. You could have right owned that. the radio station. Are, are you kidding me? Now it's gotten to the point where I think it's a little bit much. No offense. Yeah. I, I had speaking of interns, maybe a couple of months ago, there were one of the young cubs around here. I I had makeup on and my hair was done, and I had a suit on, which you know me, I never I never wear that. And he went by and he went, Looking good, Jen. And he just stopped and he went, Oh I could probably get fired for that, and I went not on me, kiddo. No, I said, you thank just you. Made my day. Thank Keep you very up. much.
0: We love that. Yeah,
1: but uh, if he'd said that to somebody else, he could very well have been fired. It's crazy. I'm, I'm okay. I'm I'm going off.
0: On no, a but no, but so things have come a very long way with you personally. With technology, what would you tell your younger self if you could talk to that Jen in her bathing suit, dropping off her resume <laughs> with the great legs at RMF?
1: Do it all over again. Yeah, just fun. Ride. Do it all over again. I have a. You know what? People say, you know, you're lucky. You've done this. You've done that. You've had the same job. But at the same time, I've worked hard. Let's let's not let's not sugarcoat it. When I first started in radio, I made $9,000 a too, year. in nine an orange, orange grove. In. And nine, if my father didn't pay for my rent, I would have been sleeping under the bridge at Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. I, the only reason you do this job is because you love it. That's right. And I worked for days on end, nine in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Then I got mornings and it was five o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Day in and day out and day in, for months on end. And people think, oh, you just got this job. Bull, I worked my ass off to get this job. And I take pride in what I do. What you hear, if you don't like it, that's me. I I can't act. And fortunately, a lot of people seem to agree with what I say. I don't know why, but they do.
0: Well, no matter what is happening in your life behind the microphone, you always remember it's the listener, and you are always – I think a very good representation for the station. You, well, you, never, so you never wear your heart on your sleeve on the air, which you shouldn't, but you don't.
1: No, I mean, I, I remember one of the worst days was, uh, other than, I mean, as you well know, one of my partners for many, many years died while I was holding his hand. It was, it was not a fun experience. I had a dog that I just adored. And I woke up one morning, and, and he used to always lay on the bed on the side of the floor next to me, you know? And I got out of the bed, and I was like, come on, Alex, time to go outside. And Alex oh. didn't move, and I'm like, oh, my God. And Sam, my oldest, was a baby at the time and I had a babysitter and I was waiting for the babysitter to show up and I went, I really hate to do this to you. I said, but my dog didn't make it. It's it's dead. It's on the side of my bed. Just leave it there. I've covered it up. Don't let my daughter into my bedroom. I don't want her to see the dog. I was devastated. Of course. I had this dog for like 14 years. I'm like, oh my God, now I got to go to work. But no one needed to hear that. They don't care. The whole point of our business has always been told to me, you're there to entertain. These people have, everybody that listens to you has their own problems. They got their own
0: dead dogs. But yeah,
1: they don't need to listen to you whining. Who wants to hear mamby-pamby? It's not what we do. You're the same way, though. I yeah, mean, you're you, no different than I am. You'd never know if we, what we no. had going on. In the you know, I went through divorces, <laughs> deaths, yes. horrible divorces, horrible deaths. I, you know, the only time I really lost it was uh, my my brother called me while we were on the air one day, and it was like seven oh five in the morning. And my brother never calls that early. And I looked at the phone, and I looked at everybody in the studio, and I went, "My mom just."
0: Died. Oh, bless and your And I remember, and I, oh. I just
1: said, "I'm gone." Yeah. yeah. Just tell everybody, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. And I Nora,
0: worried. the your Nora. granddaughter's namesake. Yeah. Well, Jennifer Ross, we love you here. Oh, you're and, sweet. Well, we do. And you do such a good job. And thank you for sharing
1: <laughs> I your how much I Women
0: share. <laughs> Wednesdays, Women in Leadership. Thank you so much. And thanks for being a leader and a trailblazer in the radio industry. No, I say the same to you. Thank you. We thank love you. you. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music